title of, of, of what I'm calling this is Yes Men. And on, uh, on the, 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 the underneath description, I wrote, be careful who you pay to pontificate. Now, the reason I wrote it that way is because there's oration, there's talking, there's preaching, and then there's pontificating. Pontificating is something that the speaker just speaks about what he wants, speaks about what he thinks the crowd needs to hear. So what we're going to talk about today is something called Yes Men, and we're going to get into probably one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. So we're going to 1 Kings 22.19. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on the left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab? that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead. And one sat on this manner, and another sat on that manner. And there came forth the Spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth, and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. First Kings 22 really is probably one of my favorite chapters in the Old Testament. I love a good action movie, and this one, First Kings 22, has all kinds of action in it. Micaiah, Micaiah is talking to Jehoshaphat and Ahab. Ahab does not want to hear what Micaiah has to say, as he is a true servant and prophet of God. Ahab wants to hear from his prophets, from his prophets, the ones who eat at his table, the ones who rely on him for food and clothing. He wants to hear from them, and not from the true servant of God, who's going to give Ahab God's word. Micaiah, in the verses above, is talking of a vision he had, that showed the Lord God has allowed Ahab to be deceived that he might go to his death in Ramoth, Gilead. So Ahab and Jehoshaphat, they're getting ready to go to war. Jehoshaphat, or Ahab, uh, Jehoshaphat says, let's inquire of the Lord. So Ahab brings in these prophets. They're not prophets of God. They're not. They're prophets of Ahab. And they come in, and they tell Ahab, sure, go. You go, and God will be there, and you'll be fine. Very vague stuff that the prophets of Ahab or other people who call themselves prophets will do. They will give you something vague that no matter what happens, they can string it out to where it comes out to what they said. Then Jehoshaphat speaks up and says, isn't there a man of God here? Isn't there someone who speaks of the Lord God, Jehovah? And Ahab says, yes, yes, there is. There is. His name is Micaiah. But he never says anything good to me. He never tells me what I want to hear. He never tells me how I can do this and still be me. He says, no, let's, there's Micaiah, but Micaiah don't like me, so I really don't want to go listen to him. Jehoshaphat says, bring him up. Micaiah says, Micaiah says, uh, well, they send somebody to get him, and that somebody tells Micaiah, this is what we're all saying. This is what all the prophets said. 
You do the right thing and you say the same thing they have said. So he's being coached on what to say. So when Micaiah gets in front of Ahab, this is interesting. When Micaiah gets in front of Ahab and he says, yes, go, God will deliver. Ahab says, you're lying to me. Stop it. Tell me what God said. Ahab knew that when Micaiah was only telling him good, that Micaiah was lying because Ahab knew his own heart. So Micaiah says, there came forth this lying spirit from the Lord. That lying spirit went into these false prophets, and they are deceiving you. You go to this battle, and you are going to die because that's what God wants. God wants you dead. So the, the, the false prophets are saying, go do this. If that's what you want to do, you go do it because God wants you happy. And Micaiah is saying, God's telling them to lie to you because he wants you dead. Interesting. And Micaiah is the one Ahab did not want to hear from. So guess who died on the field of battle that day? Micaiah. Ahab. Oh. Micaiah was the prophet. Oh, Micaiah was the prophet. Ahab died on the field of battle that day, just as Micaiah said, because he spoke the true word of the Lord. Ahab does not want to hear the truth. He wants to hear he will win, that he is the victor, that he, Ahab, will get what he wants, when he wants, and that's not how God operates. How many lying spirits do you think the church have in it today that the Lord has allowed? How many people hearing only what they want to hear? How many in the pulpits and the high places who have told the people what they want to hear? instead of the true word of God. Christ is the way to heaven. Christ only. Not a life lived good. Not money. Not someone praying you in. Not a lighted candle. Belief in Jesus and his sacrificial work on the cross is the only way to heaven. God does not want you rich. He wants you to enrich others in the spirit and grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Son of God, born of a virgin, who shed blood is the only way to salvation. He died on a wooden cross, was buried, and rose again that we might have life and have it more abundantly. God loves you. He does. But you will go to hell for eternity, and it will not be God who puts you there. It will be your own decision, your own desire to listen to those who only tell you what you want to hear and not what God has said. God's will for your life, for the most part, is not wealth, happiness, roses, or riches. It is pouring forth His Spirit from you to a lost and dying world. It is for you to live, to live for him and his will. And his will is that all should come to repentance. Now, some people out there, God has willed them to be rich because they, they, they use it to further his kingdom. God does will other people certain things. They use it for his kingdom. How many yes men are out there spreading lies? How many yes women? are out there spreading lies, encouraged 
by a lying spirit to lie and seduce the people to sin. To lie and seduce the people away from the true word of God. How many yes men are out there saying, you're okay, I'm okay, and in the end we're all going to be okay? Because we're not. Only those things done for Jesus are the ones that are going to count. How many yes men, yes women, are lining their pockets with the gold from the people they are sending to hell? Because they're not speaking the true gospel. How many yes men and women are telling lies, spreading falsehoods, making the people feel good while condemning them to a fiery death in the pit of hell that's never ending? They have the people believing that, these false prophets, they have the people believing that they have an end with God, when in fact they and their followers have no idea who the true God of the word is. Not all charlatans are evident. Not all liars are caught. Not all of the false prophets are identified as such. Satan didn't go to Eve with a lie. Satan went to Eve with a doubt. The charlatans don't come straight at you with a lie for the most part. They come at you with a half-truth, with a doubt. Yea, hath God said. Yeah, he has said. I have said time and again, you will know them by their doctrine. If they refuse to name Christ as the way, the truth, and the life, they're false. If they refuse to admit the virgin birth, the deity of Christ, then by my Bible, they are false. If they stand against the Bible as the word of God, God-inspired and true, they are false. How do you know them? You know them by their doctrine, by their life, by their words, and by trying their words against the word. Anytime you're listening to somebody, you open your Bible up, you read what they read, you see what they see, make sure they're saying the right thing. At all times, have your Bible open, read along, test them, try them by the inerrant, infallible word of God. The prophets of this chapter did not inquire of the Lord for the message they gave to Ahab. They inquired of their own minds, out of their own greed, to extend their money, their food, their way of life. They told the man paying them what he wanted to hear. And there are people out in the pulpit today collecting your tithes. They're telling you what you want to hear, not what you need to know. How many do the same? In this nation that these prophets did. They didn't inquire of the Lord. They said what the man paying them wanted to hear. God's true men will stand and tell you the truth. Seek them out. For to ignore them really is your death. God has freely given of his spirit to men. To his men. That's a very important distinction. I can call myself God's man all day. But does God see me that way? That's the important distinction. The true man of God will tell of a doom to come. They will tell of the condemnation of man if they do not listen. They will tell of the love of God and of the judgment of God to come. They will tell of the God who loved them so much 
that he died for them. But not so that those same men can get rich, but that they can enrich the world with the love of God and with the life of Jesus to come. Now, I want you to understand this, though. Not all of the blame belongs to the false prophets. While the false prophets are to, car, are, are to carry some of the blame, so are the people who are listening to and following them. When God writes to the churches in Revelation, he doesn't just say to the leader of the church. Nope. He says to the church. That's the people in the church. He doesn't say to the pastor of the church. He says to the people of the church, you're lukewarm. The church is the people of God. The church is the body of Christ, and they are the ones who make all this happen. God has somewhat against this people. Not against the false prophets, they're already going to be judged. Not against the charlatans, not against the heretics, they're going to be judged. And there is a way to judge them on this earth, and that's called the book. That's called the Bible. You are able to judge them as you're reading them, whether or not what they're telling you is true. If you don't do it, the blame is not theirs. The blame is yours for listening to them and not trying them. The people of God bear the responsibility of this. The people have itching ears who want to have their ears scratched, their backs rubbed, instead of their toes stepped on. We the people have turned from God into the warm fuzzies of false messengers. We have allowed them to add and to take away from the word of God. And yes, we the people have allowed it to happen. We the people have allowed the yes man to tell us what makes us feel good instead of telling us what we need to hear. The yes men share some of the blame, but the people of God bear the brunt of it. I thought about it for a bit and a thought came to me. Do you think that if the first one of these uh, prosperity theory people came along and they were run out of every town they ever tried to start this nonsense in, do you think it would have ever made anywhere? No, it wouldn't have. But the people listened. The people paid them to hear that message, and more people uh, rose up to preach that same nonsense. They were not run out of town. They were made prosperous by the people because that's what the people wanted to hear. The people didn't want to hear God matters. The people didn't want to hear get right. The people didn't want to hear live like him. The people didn't want to hear give up the sin. The people wanted to hear you're okay, you're good. God's happy with you. You go live the best life. That's not what God says. We the people are to blame and no one else. The yes men simply give the people what they wanted. And now... We have progressed to our ruin because the true God of the word is not being preached anymore. The lying spirits are not just in the pulpits. They are in the pews lying to the people. And the people are no longer putting up a fight against them. They're going along with it to their very death. Yes, men, be careful of who you listen to because yes, men just aren't the ones who work for you. Yes, men can also be the ones who's claim to be proclaiming the, the word of God. Yes, men can be those who are saying only what you want to hear so they can keep taking your money from you. Those in the pew have followed the wrong spirits that might be in the pew with you. 
They follow the wrong spirits, and if you're not careful, if you listen to them without checking them, your friends, your family, you make sure you're following people who preach the gospel. No matter what your friends and family say, you check it for yourself. God loves you no matter who you are, what you do, how you live. Message, it's the wrong message. God loves you. Jesus died for you, but you're going to hell if you don't believe in him. That's the right message. God has aspirations for you, and it's not for you to be rich, happy, and healthy. It is for you to be holy and righteous as he is in his will and in his service, mirroring him to a lost and dying world. He's the sun. We're to be the moon, reflecting his light to the world. God loves you. Christ died for you. God wants to have a relationship with you, to be reliant on him. To be reliant on him. Not on your bank account. Not on your cushy job. Not on your 401k or your stock portfolio. To be reliant on him. Anybody who says anything different, that preaches anything other than Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, they are a yes man. If you get in front of a yes man and what they're preaching does not agree with your Bible, run far, run fast, but run. 